Hey, and welcome to episode 12 of the Move Your Body Differently podcast. Today we have Lacey Lane back with us where we get to talk about all things functional medicine, and she gives us a lot of great tips about what that means, what it means to strive for optimal wellness in your body, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, in all of those areas, and also what it looks like to have habits and disciplines in place to be able to do that. I am so excited. So we are just going to jump right in today. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to, not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Hey, Fit Fam, and welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. I am so excited that Lacey Lane is here with us, and today we are going to talk shop and get specifics into what functional medicine is and how it can help you. And so we are just going to dive right in and just unpack. First of all, Lacey, tell us what functional medicine even is. Okay, so functional medicine, really, it does a few things. It's looks more at the root cause of your issues so basically like if you were to go to a traditional doctor they would hear you tell all of their symptoms and then they would most of them either you know send you somewhere to get testing to confirm that have whatever it is that they think you have and then give you medication to in my opinion band-aid symptoms whereas functional medicine says okay something is going on in your body it looks at the body as a whole system rather than just Part just a cardiovascular system or just the nervous system or, uh, you know, X, Y, Z there. Mm-hmm. It looks at your body as a whole system and not just a whole system in terms of like, you know, obviously so there are different systems of the body, but, but also your total emotional health and how that affects the rest of your body. So it really truly looks at like, your body of an entire system and how it works and looks for the root cause issue of what is causing symptoms you know however it's made of your body uh, but anyway it's a, a systems-based biology approach and so that is you know on a technical term i guess that's how that's what it is but the basics of it is it's just a root cause mm. yeah 
Well, I feel right. like, and I feel like too, I mean, I love doctors, right? We, we have both do them. We need them. We need our doctors. But yeah. also when you, when you look at your system, like you said, like I, I think of fruits and vegetables, like take an apple, for example. I think of the phytonutrients in an apple and you have the vitamins in the apple and those phytonutrients and those vitamins work together like a symphony to be able to absorb. So like when you eat that apple, the vitamins and the phytonutrients you are getting from that apple work together in your body in unison together to be able to provide your body what what it needs. Whereas when you're piecing it together from different places, I think of this like you just using vitamins you know, again, vitamins have their place when you need them for certain things. But like when you have one vitamin A pill, one vitamin C pill, you know, they're coming from different sources. You know, I think it's even K and calcium and D3 or something like you have to take them all in unison in order for them to work together, you know. And so it's like one of those things with functional medicine, what it sounds like is that you are making sure your body's running at optimal levels like looking at all systems of your body and processes to where you aren't like you were saying you're not just band-aiding the symptom you're like okay no this is the root cause and we're going to make sure your body's working in harmony with itself and not harming itself yes yeah but it is the difference in i think like western medicine and functional medicine one of the biggest differences like what you were talking about an apple for example versus like taking vitamins that have to be taken in certain scene in order to work for your body. Functional medicine tries what they call low-risk interventions, which would be like nutrition or like movement. Mm. Or even a lot of times it's like a spiritual thing like that. People, yeah. you, know, you are stressed or you're emotionally unstable and you know, to get like that's a low-risk intervention, right? Yeah, Versus yeah. the medication. To start with, but basically to modify your molecular and cellular systems in order to reverse disease or jumping into medication. So, like, mm -hmm. what drew me to functional medicine to begin with because of my husband's history? Like, I would have never said, No, you're not getting a stem cell transplant because we are just spin it and kale and heal your body. Right. Right. I'm not saying that those things don't heal your body and can't happen. Mm hmm. But I think there is a place for Western medicine. But what I love about functional medicine is that first, it tries to address the root cause or just another sort of intervention. Yeah. Well, and I feel like too often once you have what you're on, and this isn't like a bash on medication, you have to be on medication for certain things too. But like once you, when you band-aid something, something else is going to pop up as another symptom because the way your body is, and you can clarify this later too, is like, I feel like the way your body expresses the root cause is just going like when you bandage one of the symptoms, it's just your body's just going to express it in a different way. And then you're going to try and bandage that symptom and then so on and so forth until you actually find out what's happening yeah. at the bottom of it all, which can be hard. But if you can find someone like you to be able to help walk you through it, it makes it a whole lot easier. But And with that in mind, too, like. I have I have another friend who's like a functional holistic practitioner or something. I can't remember her whole title. Like just real quick, why are all the there these different terms like integrative health, holistic, functional? Like do they mean the same thing? There are different certifications. I know two different schooling backgrounds. Like I do know that, but what 
and just like baseline, not even all of them, because I know there's a ton out there, but just like even holistic, integrative, functional. What's the difference between those? Okay. So I'm going to go through it real quickly and try and make it as simple as possible because there are a ton out there. Yeah. Getting certified in anything or going back to school for anything. There were so many times. I, when I first started going back to school, I literally was just going through on people that I had followed and, you know, like the letters behind their name, mm-hmm. literally copying and pasting that into Google and saying, like, what does this even mean? Like, what does mm-hmm. this person even do? Would I, you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, all of these are considered like in the umbrella of alternative medicine. Okay. Which is Western medicine. Mm-hmm. Like if it is integrated, holistic, functional, natural, XYZ there, mm-hmm. it is just alternative to Western medicine. Gotcha. Integrative combines, okay, so allopathic medicine is like Western medicine, essentially. Okay. Just for, you know simple term okay that is essentially allopathic medicine and so integrate integrative combines both allopathic and natural medicine okay natural medicine is completely non-allopathic so like there's no no medication at all in natural medicine yeah there's vitamins supplements that sort of thing but nothing that is chemically made in a factory or wherever they make yeah yeah None of that. Holistic is a lot of times used in the same, like, same conversation as functional medicine. Mm -hmm. Whereas it's really more of a, I would say, okay, so holistic is more of like your belief about the medicine, not what it actually is. Like, holistic is essentially just functional medicine because we're looking at the whole system, the whole body. Mm -hmm. But you are using, you're trying your best to use natural low-risk intervention with functional medicine first Mm -hmm. before going the allopathic route. Yeah. If you have to do that. And honestly, I I say before, that's the goal, but you want to work in tandem with a natural allopathic doctor a lot of times because then you truly can look at a bit in a whole Mm -hmm. way things going on with your body yeah yeah so you're in yeah you're in their support system like we talk about even with my clients like like I am their support system for fitness and nutrition if they're also a nutrition client but I don't practice holistically it's more of the general nutrition and but you're a part of that support system that works alongside of their doctor or their chiropractor or their fitness trainer or you know their special medicine doctor or whatever you know their specialist doctor whoever it might be whatever the issues are going on like you're a part of that support system and that medical or i don't even know if i could call it a medical team but a health team Uh, yeah like a health and wellness team yeah support for you yeah yeah that's awesome with that so if you can share just a story about functional medicine meaning like if you were to take a client, we could make her a case study or it could be a client you've had in the past or something. And there was this like, what would your process be finding out? Let's say she comes to you with certain symptoms. I can make up symptoms if you'd like and you can, you know, or you can just share like a sample that you have. But she comes to you with these symptoms. What are going to be your steps to working with her? Okay, so my first steps truly are more on the psychology side. I don't even order blood work or anything to start with. 
Okay. A lot of people think, okay, we're going to start working together and I'm going to order blood work and you're going to be like, we're going to figure out what's wrong and move on from there. The hard part about doing it that way is that, and I feel like you can relate to this, you have to work with people who are ready to make the changes. And there is a lot of, um, truly some, a lot of psychology work that goes on before you can start making like bigger changes. And yeah. so what I do first is just start teaching them how to make like, so I just took on a new client and I told her, she was going, you know, when you first meet with somebody that goes through the whole list of all their issues and all the things that they want to work on, I need to do this, 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 and this. And they'll tell you, like, they know a lot that honestly, a lot of people know what they should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. And tell you all those things. And then they just want you to give them the magical answer. Of how do I make that happen? Yep. Yep. You know? And so I told her, we're going to slow down and I just want you to make one change. So just yeah. do thing differently. What is that one thing going to be? We set a goal for that one thing and then we'll meet. We meet this coming week and we will talk about it. That sounds really, really slow and not at all like what people want to hear once you get into yeah. the coaching side of things. Mm-hmm. They don't want to change one thing. They yep. want their whole life to be changed. Mm-hmm. But you know as well as I do that like changing that one thing has almost a domino effect in our lives. Yeah. And that is the starting point to making the big change that they really want to make. And so first, we make those changes, small changes at first, we'll do some psychology work, and then we will order blood work and look at what, you know, we need to start doing, like, physically. And and even a lot of times I have them, I will order the blood work, look at the blood work, and then they take that to their doctor, too. And so we're working together for her to get exactly what she needs of a not client, sort of a client friend who was on 18 medications when we first started working together. And, and you know, there's side effects. We've all seen the commercials, right? You can get this entire paragraph of side yep. effects. Just a little bit. And so that is what had happened with her. And they just, doctors kept giving her different doctors for different body systems, right? Oh, yeah. Keep getting sent to a different doctor. And she was on 18 medications. And so... That is a whole different ballgame, right? So you have to work backwards almost, and you got to work with all of the doctors. You want her to safely get off of what she can get off of. And, you know, so I I would say there's not really like a one case scenario that works necessarily, Mm -hmm. but working with our doctor and taking really, 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 really low, small steps to get to the big end result that they're wanting is Mm -hmm. where art. Yeah. Do you teach them? Yes. So you read it. You read it for them. Like you read it and that. And now we talked about, you know, with functional med or like normal tests, right? They're based off of America's average. Okay. Do you help your clients understand their lab work? Yes. Yes. When they get it back, we go over it. I will tell them kind of like, I'll walk them through each thing that I've ordered, why I have ordered it what you know it looks like a lot of people can like just look at it kind of come up with their own assessment of it but then I dig in deeper with them and we go through each different number and then how like where to go from there I think anybody any of us can get our blood work back and look at our apps and see yeah I'm high here I'm low here I need to work on this maybe I should take 
vitamin here or whatever like the people do that all the time yeah but actually learning how to read it as a whole and what things you should actually work on first and like and even like working on like one blood level versus like like i sometimes i have to explain to them like don't worry about this blood level because if you if we work on this one then this one will change yeah so like don't get caught up on this one Oh, we're going to focus here first because this can be dealt with, nutritionally speaking, much easier and quicker. And once that's fixed, then this other number will change. Yeah. Let me- yes, yes, yeah. And so you work with these, is it mostly women that you work with or all women? Yeah, all women. Moms particularly, right? And like, and I'm always like, <laughs> let me diagnose you. Well, I can't really diagnose you, but let me at least take a look. Can I order some, can I order some blood work for you? Just because it's fun. That is so funny. And then, like, say, I'm just tired or I'm this or I'm that. And I'm like, or some blood work. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So now that these women have their blood work, you've gone over it with them, you are making up a plan. What disciplines or habits are you introducing at that point to help them live out the plan that you're making for them? Because at that point, you do make, I'm assuming you make a plan for them like how to help, you know, whatever their levels are, you know, with their alongside their doctor and all of those things. Right. At that point, what kind of disciplines or habits are you having them build in order to help them live out the plan? Okay, so with that, each one is different. And sometimes like the doctor will recommend something or like even occasionally the doctor will send them to a dietitian as well. And then basically you just work together to come up with a plan. They will give them, you know, what they should be eating. And that is where, like, what, as a functional medicine health coach, like, I don't do the nutrition for them in that case. Like, that, the dietitian gives them what they should be eating. Yeah. And they evaluate it. Like, I have them evaluate it. Is it, like, do you agree with this plan? Like, this is your health. Yeah. Dietitian only knows so much. I only know so much. Is this, like, is this what you are wanting? to do and they have to wanting to do it yeah and so then we make a plan to just again slowly and one domino at a time so to speak tackle that because if you give somebody a meal plan and they didn't have any part in making it you're just telling them this is what you should be eating because basically because your blood work that you don't really understand and can't see and it's all the stuff moving inside of your body um, needs it well, like, that's not a big enough reason for some people, you know? Yeah. That's not. And and if they didn't help make it, they're not invested in it. They, like, they might even like half the suggestions, you know? They might need help on, like, how do I cook this where it tastes good, actually? And I can, like, get it in my body or, you know? Yeah. So we kind of, we have, we, it really is a long, that that is a long conversation to get them to a point of even, like, making a plan. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah. And then, like, once we make the plan, we set up accountability and then work from there to the goal. And for me, the goal, again, is like always optimal wellness, not just like a short-term band-aid. While I think like we talked earlier, like a 30-day plan is not going to get you on the shape that you need for yeah. optimal wellness or health. But walking through, like sometimes we do break it up into like 30-day increments or 60-week increments because having that small time frame to do you know x y and z again like small things mm-hmm. gives them the momentum 
to the next 30 days or the next, like me and Kayla were talking, I wanted to start waking up at 4.30 every day instead of like, you know, 5.30 or 6 when the kids wake up, but 4.30, like extra hour to like work out or run or work. And, and I was like, I'm doing that this year or whatever. And he was like, every single day this year. And I was like, because he's like, what about the weekend? Like, at least we've been. I'm like, no, I'm doing it every day because I want my body, like I want my circadian rhythm to be, you know, and sync. And I think for optimal wellness, yeah. that is important, right? Yeah. And so, and he was like, well, why don't we just take January? Like, why don't you just do it for January and see what happens after that? And so, so anyway, so like, you know, again, mm-hmm. to reiterate that, like into a real world circumstance, like my husband is coaching me apparently, you know, yeah. but it needs to be small increments mm-hmm. of small things because as you do small increments of small things consistently, yeah. those build habit and discipline. And get to the point, like, if you're disciplined, it will become a habit. Yeah. And once it's a habit, like, you do it without thinking about it. That is the goal for me to get people to when it comes to their own personal health, wellness. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a little, little off script a little bit, but I mean, you're talking about disciplines and habits real quick. We'll talk about this real quick. So I, I have often heard from women when it comes to, to disciplines and habits like, well, yeah, like I, I have all the, I used to have all these healthy habits and things. And I'm like, operative word there, sister, used to. Yeah. And yeah. if you used to, then were they really habits? Because mm-hmm. now life interrupts all of us. We yeah. get that, you know, like we had crazy holidays, you know, like we were out of town, it interrupted, you know, my working out, you know, still haven't gotten quite back into the rhythm. But the habit is still there to exercise. The rhythm is different, but the habit is still there. But if you go long periods of time without doing those habits, then would you argue they were really habits? Because they're they're only a habit until you stop doing them. Well, then I would argue that that is the habit now. Like you have done it for so long. Like they say, You've gone without. Yeah, you know, it takes twenty one days to make a habit, but like new research says it takes ninety. Which I would agree wholeheartedly because I've done the twenty one day thing. Sometimes it doesn't actually work. But if you yeah. do it for ninety days, you're doing pretty well to form a habit there. If you're mm-hmm. disciplined, ninety full days to do. That. Yeah. And so, like in that case, I would say, well, that might have been a habit of yours. But you broke that habit. Yeah. And now you're doing something else that is replacing the habit. And now that's the habit. Yeah. And so, and that's the hard part because people are like, I used to, like, you're so right. Like, yes, I used to do that. Like, I literally just had that conversation this week. I used mm-hmm. to eat healthy. Okay. But then you stopped and now you're in the habit of not eating healthy. So you yep. get back to it because it, does, it takes discipline to get there. Yep. And then once you are there, it is much easier. But again, when life disrupts, that's when, that is when, health coaches come into play in such a big way, I think, mm-hmm. because that's accountability that you don't get from a doctor that you just right. see once a year for your yearly checkup yeah. or whatever. Yeah. A health coach can walk you through that and be accountability for you when you are in a season where it's hard to be disciplined or yeah. life interrupts it and, you know, you might not get a workout in yeah. for your back a week or whatever or every day or however whatever it is that your goal is right okay so we know the process you need a care team you know to really make sure you're you're addressing the root of the issue 
And so we're landing the plane here. What if you could say anything to women out there about their health, about mindset, spiritual body, whatever it is, what would you say to them? Okay. I think my first thing. Okay. I have two things. Sorry. I knew you want one, but I'm, I have two. Go for it. First thing would be prioritize putting the Lord first. And like, when I say putting the Lord first, I don't just mean like, like in your mind, putting him first, but like legitimately make the effort to be disciplined to spend time with the Lord because mm-hmm. that everything else truly falls after that. Mm-hmm. My second thing would again be discipline, like pick one area and make the effort. Yeah. Because it makes a huge difference, I believe, wholeheartedly in the long run. Yeah. That's awesome. And this is a little side question. Like who, I just said something about care team before that, like with your clients, if you have clients, like who would be the optimal care team for your clients? Like if you could be like, I would like you to have this, this, and this, like perfect ideal scenario, who else would you like in your client's circle influencing them? Okay. Perfect. Care team would be chiropractor, PCP, because I think as much as People think like, oh, I'm going to go the functional medicine route. I don't need like a normal doctor. Unless you have a doctor that's trained allopathically and functional. Now, mm-hmm. like has the case to be a functional medicine doctor. Yeah. You need both. Yeah. But both chiropractor and a dietitian who has the length. Of... Dietitians are hard because they are also trained differently like I will never be a dietitian I don't want to go to school for that because I don't necessarily agree with all of what they learn in school mm-hmm. from what I have learned yeah but having a dietitian on your team so that you can talk through plans and things like that with your client mm-hmm. is ideal yeah yeah so that would be my like PCP dietitian chiropractor I would even say personal trainer because stuff yes have to on your team because I have so many people. I'm not certified as a personal trainer. So like they, I tell them you need a strength train. Well, like, okay, what do I do? Well, I don't know. I'm not allowed to tell you. I mean, I know. Yeah. I'm not legally allowed to tell you what to do. You need to find a personal trainer that mm-hmm. can tell you what to do, that can help you in that. And that, you know, specializes, especially even like someone like you who is certified, like being postnatal and like, like our bodies are so different than men's. Mm, yes. You know, you need somebody that knows oh, how to work with a woman's body. And not just for like the bodybuilding side of things, but yeah. like for longevity and building muscle, which gives you mitochondria, which helps yes. like health wise. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, that would be the ideal team, I think. Like functional medicine, health coach, PCP, chiropractor, dietitian, and personal trainer. Awesome. That is, I would agree. That'd probably be like the people who, if I were to say like ideal team chiropractor for sure, also for me, a pelvic floor therapist, because just women, women's bodies are different. If they've had babies, it's a whole different ball game, And that is a necessary component to it. But and then, of course, and a, on that team, I think you also need a like if you don't have a coach, which I think you should have a coach, too. But if you don't, then you also need a an accountability partner yes. and friend when it comes to like not just health things, but like spiritually speaking, again, like that is the first thing and everything follows from it. So like, I believe wholeheartedly that should, you should probably count your accountability partner in studying the word and spending time with the Lord 
as part of your yeah you know health team yeah in your world I agree well and I just feel like too with the, the state of the world it's just more and more you need more and more yes. like people on your team to help you counteract the effects of the world uh, but with that thank you so much this was so helpful for even me for recommending clients and of course having a friend on the podcast is always super fun too but with that go ahead and let them know how they can follow you how they can get involved with you and if they want to take some next steps how they can take next steps with you okay so my website is just lacylean.com and that's L-A-C-Y-L-A-I-N, not L-A-N-E. And my Instagram is just Lacey, at Lacey Lane. And then I have a free membership program. And in that membership program, it will walk you through like how to become a one-on-one client. Or when I am finished with my big program, it will like walk you through how to join that if you want to. If not, you can just take part of all of the free things in the membership. And that is just LaceyLane.com backslash free membership. That is awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you're here. All of that will be in the show notes too for y'all. So you'll be able to connect with her. And I know she would love this as well. We are both very personal people. And so reach out on Instagram, message her, tell her what spoke to you, message me, let us know if you want to hear some different subjects about this or like if she touched on something that you were like, ooh, I'd love to hear more about that. Reach out, let us know because she will definitely be coming back to talk about some more specific topics that we didn't get to dive into today. And so I cannot wait for that. I will chat with y'all in the next episode, FitFam. Hey, FitFam. It's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitWell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable, and I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.